The Think Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. To this day, I think Steven Weber is still probably best known as Brian Hackett on the NBC series Wings. He was so great in that with Tim Daly. He was also great in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Single White Female, Ballers, The Shining, and the last few seasons as Dr. Dean Archer on Chicago Med, which is a huge hit. I've got Stephen Weber on the line right now in Los Angeles. Good morning, Jim. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Nice to talk to you again. I love your character, Dr. Dean Archer on Chicago Med. So good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, a complicated guy, and I don't know why, but I get such great satisfaction every time you rub someone the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You know, the uh, when I whenever I talk to medical professionals who've seen the show, they say that Dean Archer is much closer, much more authentic to what certain doctors are really like. Right. Uh, you know, the guy's seen so much that, <clears throat> you know, his his altruism is very understated. You know, his, he's a healer and he helps people and he has compassion. But, man, he's uh, in order to in order to be able to make it through the day, he's got to be flinty and tough and brusque. And, yeah, he has terrible bedside manner, but it is a lot of fun to play a guy like that who can yell at you, who, who keeps everybody a little a little bit on their toes. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. fun. My wife is a medical assistant, and she and she says, yeah, that's how these guys are, especially surgeons. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like rock stars, and he's, he's got an ego. But, of course, the great thing about this character is that he's, he's got cracks in him. You know, he's, uh, right. he saw a lot of action in Afghanistan. He's got some family issues. He's, he's a very kind of realistically <clears throat> drawn character. And so he's, he's fun to play, but yeah, there are those moments when I get to, I get to shout scalpel at somebody and make <laughs> them flinch. And that's, uh, that's really enjoyable. In the credits, I think it says something like special guest star, Steven Weber all the time, which, Makes me a little nervous that you could die every week. Well, it, it's like it's the same status as the villains in, in the old Batman TV show had. A special <laughs> guest villain. Uh, <laughs> or just Meredith, the penguin. Right. Um, I, I actually, yeah, I, look, uh, actor's life is tenuous at, at best. Uh, but I am coming back for all of uh, season eight. That's great. And um, so I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not getting killed off soon, but look, I... You never know. You know, this is Dick Wolf world. This is a this, these shows run for decades, and um, yeah. and they've had many cast members. But hey, now you know, look uh, look on that show. Law and Order has returned. Sam Waterston, for crying out loud. So, yeah, crazy. So well, and it. your character is growing and evolving, and and you have a, a friend and Doctor Choi. You both seem to understand each other, and you seem a little less volatile. Will we find out more? about your personal life maybe next season? Is that what you're hoping for? Yes. Uh, the writers have seen fit to soften Dr. Archer a bit and not make him such a kind of a sociopath. He really did a couple <laughs> of sketchy things at the, at, when he was introduced. Um, you know, and, and the joke now is sometimes I'll walk around making a, uh, a gesture with my hand that looks like I'm about to plunge a hypodermic into somebody and pull their kidney out. <laughs> and uh, But he doesn't do that stuff anymore. Um, they they have um, suggested that uh, we're going to plumb his uh, his family life or his personal life a little more. 
uh, Dean has a uh, a son who with whom he hasn't spoken in um, spoken to in about fifteen years, and uh, we 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 we're starting. We're suggesting that we're going to go down that road a little bit, which I'm looking forward to. All uh, right, great. Dean Archer has. As a past. What about your real kids? Are they impressed with your work, or is it just dad's going to work right now? I, it's more the latter. You know, I think that they, <laughs> I think they, they, uh, they're, they're not impressed by the, you know, by the pomp and the occasional glitz of being on TV. Um, I, I think they, I think they have a, a, a healthy respect for the fact that I'm able to make a living in this field. Yep. But they're not they're not uh, impressed with it, you know, they don't they don't applaud when I walk into a, a room. In fact, they uh, <laughs> beg them to not ignore me. <laughs> really, they don't because I you could put a little spotlight I, in the room and just they kick it over. They just remote control that. I know you've been asked before, but a Wings reboot, I mean all you really need is you and Tim Daly, right? Well, uh, the, the thing about that show is that it was great chemistry, and all the characters really fit right. together perfectly. Uh, you, you, I don't think you could do a Wings reboot without Tony Shalhoub and you know without Crystal Bernard. True. Uh, uh, we haven't ever really been officially asked to do any of those things. The funny thing about Wings is that while it was really well loved and, and sustained almost eight seasons, you know it was never edgy or. Were terribly memorable, at least in the um, in the industry. So you know, look, uh, there's so much content around that uh, maybe one day they will come back to us and ask, and I'll I'll do it in a second. Or even a Wings podcast with you and Tim, with special guest star Tony well, Shaloub. You know, I'd have to get I have to get Tim in a you know he he's a, he's, a, he's hard to pin down. So he's busy. So it's, yeah, he's busy being handsome. <laughs> Damn him. Uh, the first thing I remember seeing you in, speaking of handsome, was the Kennedys of Massachusetts, where you played JFK. How long did it take to get comfortable playing that part, that accent, or did you ever? Uh, I think it's more like I never really got very comfortable doing it. I mean, you have to do it because it's such a distinct, distinctive accent. Um, and, we, and really, I tried, I think, to do it as lightly as possible. You know, to uh, be talking uh, like this. I mean, no, nobody speaks like that anymore, and, and uh, except the people in that family, and they probably don't do it anymore. <laughs> um, it was it was great fun. You know, I was I was I was really young at the time, and it was such a great opportunity to work with amazing actors: Campbell Scott and Annette O'Toole, and Charles Durning, William Peterson. I mean, there was a whole there was a whole. It was like working with the 1927 Yankees. I mean, it was they were amazing actors and. You know, great subject matter. But uh, yeah, I think I remember uh, Pat yeah. Hingle being in that too. Gosh, what a cast! Pat Hingle was in it. It was everybody was in. Yeah, uh, you were in single white female. How impressive ever since and during is Jennifer Jason Lee? Well, she was incredible and still is. Uh, she was very intense and into her character and and uh, took it very seriously in in the best sense in the way an artist should. Um, I was a little more jaunty. My character was very much like the character I was playing in Wings. He was a kind of a, an affable womanizer, you know, and uh, kind of a, a snarky guy, and that was that's easy for me to play. Um, <laughs> he had a darker, more complicated role, so it was, it was great to observe her doing her thing. It's not like she was unapproachable. We did have fun on that set, but there were certain things that, that demanded that she stay 
focused. So it was it was great to watch her and work with her. And you've you had a nice arc on Ballers with Dwayne Johnson. That guy oh, seems yeah. seems to have figured out the whole Hollywood thing, hasn't he? Well, yeah. You know, and the thing is that it's not just a scientific formula. He's got the goods. He's uh, he's a wonderful actor, and he understands what he needs to do to get his uh, you know his strengths across. I mean, he's. He's got the look, he, but he also he's got the attitude. He's got the drive. He's, there's very few people who are as driven as as he. And so funny because you know, look at you look at professional wrestlers. More and more, they're becoming really good actors. And I realize it's because they <laughs> they they act in front of you know thousands of people. I don't know, three hundred nights a year. Right. I mean, they're, they're the most experienced performers you can imagine. So you know that he's risen to the top of the industry is is not that much of a surprise. He's great, and it was great to work on that show. It was like working with a superhero, for crying out loud. And I'm assuming you worked out with him every day um, before shooting? Every day. I get up at 4 o'clock a.m., you know, we put chains on our shoulders, and uh, we run about 10 miles. No, this guy is unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's uh, by, the time, by the time we're getting up to go to the bathroom at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m., he's already done three hours of workout, and then he goes to the set, and he does his lines, and then after Jeez. that, he... He does this marketing. It's unbelievable. And, and I know I've talked to you about this before, but I loved Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip with you and Brad Whitford and uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah. A little ahead of its time, maybe a little too inside for people, because, man, that disappeared fast, and it was so extraordinary. I don't know if it was either of those things, frankly, and, and because it was, uh, I think I think the audience is sophisticated enough to understand that there's a behind-the-scenes. I mean, hell, they've seen... You know, Larry Sanders, they've seen all these things. They, they get it. I think it was, on the one hand, it was just the, the atmosphere had shifted. You know, the, the NBC preferred um, the Tina Fey show, you know, um, 30 Rock, right. which was also set in, a, in TV world. And I think, you know, after years of West Wing, people had their kind of knives out for Aaron. That was my, my opinion. And they, wow. yeah, they, they, they didn't give the show a, a chance. That's just my opinion. I, I think it absolutely could have used another season. So many great things about that show. Um, you know, it, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. People, people's attitudes shift. It, it, uh, it's like sailing a, a ship. Sometimes the winds change and, uh, and there's nothing you can do, but go back to port. And by the way, uh, Chicago Med, how, how do you like shooting there? Do you do most of the shooting there uh, of your scenes, or, or is that done in Los Angeles? Oh, God, I wish it was done in Los Angeles, but the fact is that it's all in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all the three shows, Chicago Med, PD, and Fire, shoot there, and Chicago is a great city. Yes. People are great. It's, 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 it's fun, except in the winter. Then it's like being on the surface of Pluto. It's just, it's, uh, one, yeah, those location shots and, and all the, you know, the neighborhoods and everything. It, I can just imagine what the location people go through because it's really well done. That's what's one of the cooler things about that show. Well, also, the, the funny thing is that Chicago Fire and Chicago PD invariably shoot outside in the rain and the snow. But Chicago Med... Is is always almost always inside. We wear scrubs, which are you know just one molecule away from pajamas. And uh-huh. the the other shows are constantly mocking us. They call us Club Med. Not Chicago <laughs> Med. We're always cozy, yeah. walking around. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're suffering all night. It's quite fun. <laughs> I never thought about that. 
Well, Stephen Weber, yeah. great to hear, is returning as Dr. Dean Archer on Chicago Med or Club Med. And uh, we'll, see you, we'll see you again next season. Nice to catch up with you again, Stephen. Same. I look forward to it. Thanks for talking this morning. Always enjoy talking to him. And the reason I love watching those Chicago shows is because it's always fun to see the real locations they use in the city that I've been to many times. That finishes this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks so much for stopping by. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.